Hello, welcome to the Gaming and Marketing Podcast. I'm Jamin Warren, your host and founder of 256, a strategic consultancy that helps brands reach gamers as customers. Our clients' organizations often struggle with reaching this crucial audience with an authentic and natural voice that does not compromise the value of their brand. They want to find familiar customers in the world of gaming, but aren't sure where to start. We started this podcast to give you insight into why marketing to gamers is more important than ever. Our guest this episode is Sienna Nall, head of gaming and esports partnerships at Tumblr. The platform has grown into a robust, diverse social network for art, entertainment, and perhaps most notably, fandom. As an ecosystem of microblogs, Tumblr offers users the opportunity to develop close-knit communities around the games, characters, and stories they love. Sienna's role at Tumblr places her right at the forefront. Sienna also works alongside esports competitors, voice actors, indie game developers, cosplayers, streamers, and more, touching almost every area of the gaming world. Having joined in 2018, she helps partners navigate Tumblr, developing campaigns, blogs, content, and events to connect with the gaming community. That being said, I also have the great opportunity to play games uh, as a <laughs> career, which I always love to throw to people because uh, that's quite a great opportunity to have. I never thought I would have that growing up as a kid. Right, right. So tell me a little bit about the particularities that you might have noticed about the Tumblr gaming community, maybe in comparison to other gaming communities. What are some things that people maybe take for granted or don't understand in terms of like how Tumblr might be different in this respect? Yeah, of course. I mean, Tumblr is such a different space within the gaming community. A lot you'll see that drives our community is character driven. So there's a lot of focus on the growth and the investment of the player or a character. And this also can lead into a deep dive around their ships as well. We also have a lot of indie games featured on Tumblr. So I would say in our top list of gaming fandoms, about 30% of those are indie games. Mm. And that's going to be a bit different from what you see elsewhere, right? Like for our 2019 year in review, Fortnite was number 41, which surprises a lot of people coming from different <laughs> platforms. But yeah, it's, it's just very different in the sense of the content you're getting. So a lot of our gaming community interacts through shitposting, memes, fan art, fan fiction, and just general discourse about the game's lore and characters. It's less gameplay and more based on the actual meat on the bone sort of speech. Got it. And I guess for folks who don't know, like shipping characters, can you explain that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I can explain in the best way possible. You take your, your favorite characters and you imagine together in a relationship, whether that's canon or not. And a lot of that is rampant on Tumblr. You know, I think when we think about video games, a lot of times we think about it as a medium where stories get told to us, you know, and to see folks elsewhere kind of taking their own spin at it is, is really, really interesting. I don't think that's something we normally associate with video games or video game communities. Yeah, and definitely with Tumblr, you see a lot of that. I would say Tumblr is kind of on the side of creating a whole new world and new stories around that gaming fandom and then bringing light to that, right? So for example, I'm a big Overwatch fan mm -hmm. and a lot of folks are more focused on maybe Overwatch League itself or the gameplay mechanics of it and the new meta, the roles and so forth. But with Tumblr, you see a lot of discussion around the lore and the actual characters themselves and creating their own side canons and creating a whole new world that you can interact with based on Overwatch. Hmm. 
Well, can you tell me a little bit about like the demographics, just like what you know about the Tumblr gaming audience? I mean, you've talked a little bit about some of the characteristics of things they engage in, but you know, from a demographic standpoint, do you have a sense of you know who the average Tumblr gaming person kind of looks like? Yeah. So gaming is our fourth largest community in terms of engagements, just based on uh, our latest numbers. So around 51% of that audience is 18 to 34 years old, and then 55% of them are men. And the thing is, people come to Tumblr to dive even deeper into their interest and connect with those that are hyper-engaged. So you can consume gameplay, like I've mentioned, and walkthroughs elsewhere. But with Tumblr, you're really taking that step further. You're going to see our audience creating blogs around Animal Crossing patterns and sharing them, or Minecraft blogs with more aesthetic shots or comics made out of their favorite characters. So as you mentioned, it's a great opportunity for brands who might not perform well elsewhere, but would absolutely thrive on Tumblr with their gaming demographic. Do you have a sense of like why folks come to Tumblr versus you know other gaming communities? What do you think they're coming to Tumblr specifically for? Yeah, I mean, Tumblr, since it started, it really allows our users to be anonymous which means you really have the freedom to geek out and be a super fan of whatever it is without any judgment. Mm. You don't have to worry about your aunt or your boss or anyone knowing about your your true interest, right? And so many of the reasons why Tumblr is popular across various communities and audiences are applicable to the gaming world. As a company, we're very respectful about privacy. We provide a platform that lets people's interests and passions represent them rather than their faces. So whether you're posting original content or capturing screen grabs or curating popular posts around your favorite passion, there's really no other platform that provides a complete creative canvas to post to. Mm. What do you think it is about games that drives people to create the content that they do? Do you see similar behaviors across some of the other categories in Tumblr? Or is there something unique about gaming that encourages this specific type of interaction? First and foremost, games are a form of escapism. So we play games to connect with the characters, the world, and then, of course, a step further with our friends and our community. So creating content around what you're passionate about in the gaming space is an extension of how you keep living in that world and fandom. For example, I grew up drawing Sonic the Hedgehog and creating my own (laughs) characters. I always say, which some people might not agree with, but my passion for gaming started with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. (laughs) And... uh, for me, it's when you become passionate about something, you want to rep it in some form, and creating content around is the best way to quickly do that. That's instantaneous. Hmm. Gamers are often known for pushing existing platforms to their limit, you know, creating new conventions, finding new ways to engage that maybe the original designers of a platform or a game experience had not intended. Are there some ways in which you've had to adapt or adopt communication conventions on Tumblr to sort of fit the needs of a gaming community? Yeah, of course. A fun way that we've really had to adapt is the way we use our hashtags. Uh, Because the product allows for spaces in them, people can write whole sentences in their hashtag instead of just having it all mushed into one word. So we'll see people often reblogging something and then really get into their feelings in the tags. Like It'll be a secret note between them and their community or whatever it is they're posting about. Sometimes we experience people thinking that Tumblr is only a platform for fandoms, but Mm -hmm. that's not the case. There's something here for everyone. If there's an interest and it exists, I guarantee it's on Tumblr. The good news about Tumblr being interest and passion-based is that we are also able to hyper-target communities on our platform and tailor messaging in a way that can be more specific, pointed, and appealing to the audience because we already know what they're most passionate about. So the message resonance tends to be really great as a result. 
The great thing about Tumblr is uh, a brand can really experiment with marketing content. So we've seen a lot of brands use Tumblr as a way to test out their more experimental and less traditional marketing content. We've also used people use their Tumblr as their .com, which really runs the gamut. I think the core of marketing on Tumblr is really connecting to your community. We come alongside to give brands the insights into what their community is already doing. And then we really help them tap into that. So one example is Critical Role or our critters community is really huge on Tumblr. And Mm. we wanted to come alongside and help Critical Role tap into that because it was so massive. So uh, we teamed up with them, with the lovely folks at Critical Role and did a video (laughs) answer time, which is our Q&A that is with fan submitted questions. And uh, we also onboarded them to Tumblr so they could start really interacting there, which was great. We've also worked really close with our social impact team to identify different ways for brands to connect there. We recently did a spotlight campaign with the Gamers vs. COVID initiative that performed really well because it aligned with our gaming audiences. It's really tapping into what's happening now and how can we sort of help out in our small ways. Um, A lot of folks don't consider themselves quote-unquote gamers, but if you have a mobile game on your phone or now participate in Animal Crossing, I would say it's a part of your life and you are in that gamut of being a gamer. Uh, I think with that, a lot of brands need to step away from the stereotypical gamer mindset and just think about people in general. For example, with streamers, it's a great opportunity to approach them with not just, all right, hardware, software, and typical gaming marketing, but you can also think, all right, they're sitting in their room streaming all day. You want to also think about the chair they're using, the desk, what they're drinking, the food, the apparel, and on and on. Hmm. What's the process for deciding some of the spotlight features? I know that's something you discussed. Tell me a little bit about, you know, where some of the goals in terms of deciding like new features or new guests? Yeah. So we started our spotlight series as a way to highlight up and coming artists and streamers and so forth. So really for us, the process is identifying those folks, whether it be a musician or an actor or a streamer or an indie game or, for example, a voice actor and how they're participating in the space as well, and really looking at what does their community look like and what do they stand for. From there, we we reach out to the whoever it is we're spotlighting, and we really collaborate to figure out what it is they want to talk about and what messaging they want to put out there. Now, you have metrics that are rolled in as well, the fandom metrics. It seems like a really interesting way of engaging and measuring fan conversation. Can you tell me a little bit about that part of the Tumblr ecosystem and Maybe how folks in the gaming world have responded or utilized it in interesting ways. Yeah. So for those who don't know, our fandom metrics is our weekly trending category tool. So we have that on fandom.tumblr.com. And we have it ranging from categories to video games, ships, TV shows, kind of every top level category that we have on Tumblr. And then we list the top 20 for each of them. And it's a great way in the sense of gaming for the gaming press to use it to understand the hot topics in gaming, but also too for brands to look at it. We've had brands approach us because they saw they were trending that week and they go, we've never trended anywhere else. We would love to tap into this community. We've also had a lot of our fans of these certain games or characters or whatever it may be that their interests are, they will reblog these posts and leave feedback saying, oh my goodness, we did it this week and really just celebrating that their game or their show or whatever it is is thriving on Tumblr. So it's, it's a great way for both brands and the users themselves to celebrate 
And also to coming alongside with different brands to, to understand, all right, how can we possibly get you here? You know, like what do we think aligns with our users and hopefully create more conversation around it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess along those lines, I mean, while, while we're on the topic, can you tell me a little bit about like maybe how the esports fandoms might differ? You know, because it's really interesting, you know, when you think about gaming writ large and the way that a player's relationship to a character is, it's kind of, you know, you're the center of your own story and you do something through this character. Whereas with esports, you know, you're watching somebody else, you know, they're typically not playing story-based games. They're playing these competitive games. Some of those games have deep lore and story. Some of them don't. How has esports fandom maybe manifested itself differently on Tumblr, maybe compared to other platforms or even compared to other types of gaming content on Tumblr? Yeah, I think esports right now is in a very opportune space on Tumblr. So there's not as many official brands that are esports brands that are tapping into these conversations and these fandoms yet. So basically, the majority of all esports content on Tumblr are user generated content. And as you mentioned, a lot of it is based towards the players themselves. Some of them will be uh, captures of major gameplay moments. But of course, people really want to dive into understanding that esports character or player, and championing them through their careers. Um, I guess the, the last set of questions I have for you is just, you know, our world is very different now. And yeah. I was curious about maybe how Tumblr's gaming community has changed in light of the things that are going on in the world right now. And then how much of this behavior do you think will stick around, like after eventually we'll all be able to get out of our homes and whatnot. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about how Tumblr's responding to, you know, sort of the, the current crisis. Yeah, we've seen a lot more engagement, especially this past month from end of February to end of March. And now we're seeing it now in April. I think people are leaning more into their passions more than ever right now, while those who can stay at home, stay at home. So we're seeing a lot more options too, where people can really fixate on these games and dive into it. But I definitely think as we start to return to some normalcy, that once people connect to those fandoms and and really have that deep-seated interest, it's not going to go away. Of course, we won't have the leisure of playing video games as much, I'm assuming. But I still think there's going to be that massive interaction and engagement around all things gaming or streaming or entertainment, whatever it is that we're biding our time with right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that's really interesting about games is that you have these content creators. Can you tell me a little bit about what their relationship to Tumblr is and maybe how it's different? Because, you know, they've often built their brands in other places and they're looking at something like Tumblr to extend their existing relationship with fans. So, yeah, what's Tumblr's relationship with, with gaming content creators look like? Yeah, so the great thing about Tumblr is it gives them a space to be kind of the behind the scenes and a way to connect with them off camera. So we've seen a lot more streamers start using Tumblr as a recap of what happened on the stream or any questions they couldn't answer or just reblogging fan art that people are submitting. We see that a lot with Jacksepticeye where he creates a lot of original content just talking to his fans, but he also is always reblogging fan art and submissions and really engaging in that way, which I think is very unique and very Tumblr. We've also seen it too, where it's it just allows you to be kind of the diary of whoever it is. We've seen it also in our music space too, with the Jonas Brothers using their Tumblr more as a visual diary of when they go on tour. So it really gives a great opportunity for folks to give a little more peek behind the curtain and insight into their life and showing too that they appreciate their fans and appreciate the content they're creating for them. 
Great. Awesome. Well, Sienna, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. This podcast is produced by me and with help from Anthony Martinez and Lynn Raffle with music by Lucene. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and colleagues and leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. I'd also love to hear from you. You can find me, Jamin Warren, on Twitter at J-A-M-I-N-W-A-R. You can also find 256, that's spelled out, on Twitter at 256podcast.co, where you can sign up for our newsletter. Thanks so much and take care.